three, two, one. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, he's got it. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? Good afternoon and welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach Mike here in the studio. And we are broadcasting out of Columbia, Tennessee, Right here off of West 7th Street, a little overcast, a little cooler today, Coach just Mike. Just a bit, just a bit. It's, it's, it's in that comfort zone. But, you know, a couple of days yeah. ago, it was pretty darn hot. Yes. It was, it was, I think it got to up in the 90s, yeah. didn't it? Low 90s or yeah, something this, like that. I mean, this, I, I this, could feel it. Yeah, these are the days. I was just out mowing my yard earlier today. And, you know, it, it was the sun was out, so the, or excuse me, the clouds were out, so the sun wasn't just beating down on you. And it was cool, but the, it, it was, you know, right. it wasn't cold by any stretch. And, uh, it was it was just a beautiful day to be outside. My wife uh, pays attention to the air quality ratings. You know how they have these good. Yeah. I, I don't pay much attention to it because I don't have I don't have respiratory problems. Yeah, knock yellow, on, orange, and red. Knock on and wood, stuff. but I but my wife does, so she pays attention to it, and uh, rarely ever opens the windows to the house. You know we have all screens on the windows, and uh. And I slept a little later than she did today, and I got up and walked in the kitchen for a cup of coffee, and and the windows were cranked open. I was like, "Wow, what what is going on?" And uh, I said, "You know, are you what's are you okay?" Because she rarely, I mean, never opens the windows. And she said, "Yeah, the air quality is great. It's cooler. The air quality is is super, and I can breathe. And it's and so she had them opened and." And I just enjoyed a cup of coffee with kind of a cool breeze blowing through the kitchen. So it was it was awesome this morning. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, it, it is a nice day out. Uh, okay, it is Friday. And um, right now, you know, sports-wise, we're still feeding a little bit off of the draft um, by, our, by our Titans um, and still recovering, I think. A lot of people are recovering from Will Levis's pick. Uh, <laughs> But but I think I, I think, think the more, more and more people are starting to come around. You know, they're I do, I do begrudgingly too. I do coming too. around. To I think it. so. <laughs> I, I, and I well, you know, you you have to play with the cards that are you're, that are dealt to you. Uh, you're not allowed to play any other cards. Your partners, the other players' yeah. cards. You got to play the cards that that were shucked to you. So um, we're gonna play uh, Will Levis, and we're gonna take him, and we're gonna. Uh, the Titans are going to bring him in, and they're going to coach him up, and they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to give the guy a shot. Well, and, they do have the luxury of having a very good quarterback ahead of him right now, yeah. even though he's in his last year. He's in his last year of his uh, – let's rephrase that. He's in the last year of his contract. Uh, yes. And, you know, the way the, – the economics of the NFL doesn't bode well for Tannehill being here after this year. But sure. – you know, of course, 
stranger things have happened. You know, he goes off, has a great year. We end up winning, you know, going deep into the playoffs, even winning the Super Bowl. Then it'd be really hard to get rid of him. <laughs> well, and, and let me say this. I, I don't feel as though the Titans would have taken – if Will Levis had gone ahead before they it came back to them in the, what, second round? Right. Okay. If someone had taken Levis before it got back to the Titans pick in the second round, I don't think they'd take a quarterback. Do you, I possibly do you, do you see what I'm right, saying? Right. Yeah. All of them here. <laughs> I mean, here, I don't. I don't here, think they, here they were in the second round, and you've got this level of player. It, I you know, know. And, and you've got and 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 you start to think, and and the wheels start to turn, in in, in Carthon and the general manager's head, Vrabel's head, um, Strunk's head, everybody in the up in the offices yeah. of the Titans, the wheels start to turn, and conversations start to happen. They said, "Well, you know, we've got Ryan Tannehill in his." And is basically his last year contract year coming up. We're going to have to do something in the future moving ahead. This guy's here. Yeah. And, and, and if we, you know, we don't want to pass on this and get another offensive, another offensive lineman in case, just in case this guy pans out to be what a lot of people says, say he can be, which is a pretty darn good NFL quarterback. Yeah. And like I said, the economics of the NFL just kind of lean towards the Titans, you know, moving on from Tannehill. Not that they don't like him as a quarterback or whatever, but when you have close to 40% or over 40% of your salary tied up in two people, That's... and you got 60% of your salary cap with the rest of the team. You got forty percent tied up in two people. You got a problem, and yeah, you're, I mean, you you're, know, you're, you're, you're you're very very top heavy in that one position. Okay, so in order and and then you get in a situation where you really can't get the support to help that person that you're paying so much yeah. because you don't have any money left. Right. So you know you 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 get somebody now who can sit in the wings, watch what's going on, learn learn the speed of the game, learn the. The terminology of the co- you know, of the of the offense and and, uh, and get that and maybe get in in some of the mop up roles and you know and still be a viable backup if heaven forbid something happens yeah then uh, yeah you jump at and and that's what Malik Willis was supposed to be last year and well, when he got put into the when he got put into the the situation wasn't up to the task you know and I, they had to, they had to kind of back up reevaluate what they did there. And like you said, I don't think they were necessarily uh, just hard looking for a quarterback. I, but all of a sudden, you get this kind of get this opportunity. You almost can't pass it up. That's right. Uh, even though a lot of people, including me, I, I will say, I kind of raised my eyebrows and wrinkled my nose at that pick because I felt like they had other needs that were more pressing than quarterback. But again, grudgingly. I'm I'm kind of coming around to the logic after the more I read about it, the and more we're understanding it. it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, understand. you know, uh, at first it was hard to understand. Let's just yeah. be honest; it, it was it was tough to understand why uh, they took Will Levis in the second round. But I think the more that we, we we sit back and talk about it and dissect it, and we open our minds a it's little bit more not to the it. Horrible pick that it appeared to be. That's the right. First time. You know, it, I, I still think they could have done better, but. But again, looking back, you know, my first thought was they need a receiver. They need a second receiver to, to help Traylon Burks out, and they don't really have anybody that's that's really viable right now. 
but again, when you look back at the draft, really almost all the good receivers were taken before the Titans had a chance. You know, they addressed their their most pressing need was the lineman. Offensive line. Yes, yes they did that, and I, I think everybody applauds that one. Sure. Okay, so they have to wait now till everybody else gets their picks and stuff like that. Uh, they come back through, and it, when it comes time for them to pick again, I'm not sure that there was a viable receiver yeah. left. And, and like and, we've and like we've said before on the show, we just said uh, on Monday show we talked about wide receivers, talked about Traylon Burks, and uh, unless unless you're just Julio Jones type of a of, of player, which only which we're basically, which is basically just generational generational player type yeah. player. You know, it takes it takes two to three years, maybe four years for these for these wide receivers to make the. Uh, I don't know the they jump, have that big a window this now. The, the, the jump, okay. but but at least two, I agree with you. At least at the very least two years. Well, Th- you, that second year is the the big the the leap year. That and, first year they're just scrambling to. And that, to get used to the to the big leagues and the the number of games, the 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 level of competition, the complexity of the offense, all that stuff. Yeah, they're scrambling. I think that second year they kind of start coming in, and then maybe that third year is when they start going. They start really really shining because now they're completely sure. comfortable. And, and so we're still you know we're in that second year with Burks, and, and really he didn't have much of an opportunity. As a first year, no, he, he had kind of halfway through his first year in a sense. He, he got, had he had some asthmatic problems at the very beginning. Then, so, so his conditioning's down to start with, right? Then he comes back in, and within two to three games, he gets hurt. Gets hurt. So now he's he's on the shelf again for four to four to six games. I think he played in eleven games last year. Had four almost four hundred fifty yards. So he he's really just getting in stride. And now he's got an off season to get back in shape, get the the health issues taken care of. Do you do by you, all by all indications? I mean, he, he's got he's got he's got he's got pretty decent speed. He's got great size, good hands. He uh, can use his body. He's to as go close. up and get the ball, shield the defender off, and and get the ball. I mean, he was a a superstar at Arkansas, and uh, you know he basically. I mean, I've watched a few games when. Before he left Arkansas and came and got drafted by the Titans, he carried the Arkansas Razorbacks yeah. on his back yes. as a wide receiver. Yeah, and then you know now I've seen running backs do that. Uh, another running back that comes to mind is McFadden that ran for Arkansas. I saw him almost beat the University of Alabama by himself one day in Bryant Denny Stadium. He ran for like two hundred and something yards and basically was knocking on the door when the time runs out on Arkansas and we all walked out of there wiping our brow going man yeah. that was that was too too close for comfort but my point is this if Traylon Burks and he has said he has told the media they have interviewed him and uh, just recently last week or week before last and they said how are things going and he said man I feel great he says you know I'm healthy I- you know, I know the playbook, and when I'm, you know, I feel super comfortable right now. I just feel great at the place that I am in as far as my career and my place here on on the Titans team. And of course, that's that's all the things you want to hear, right? I mean, yeah. you know, and, and, and talk is cheap. Don't get me wrong, people. I, I know oh you're yeah, out there. Have to go so out and perform. Right? Or, you know, it's what what have you done for me lately? I, you know, I don't care about all this talk that you're 
feeling great and healthy and all this stuff. But my question is this. Can Traylon Burks be a 1,000, 1,200-yard receiver this year? Can be. I mean – I mean, physically and skill wise, he's the say, closest thing the Titans have ever had have had to replacing Brown. Okay, so uh, so, so if he plays, but, so yeah. if he's healthy, but even Brown took that time, like you said, that that transition time yeah. to, to blossom. Sure, yeah, he's in his what his fourth, fifth year. That's right, and and now he's starting to. That's right, you know, to, you know, and so, then it's all of a sudden, boom, yeah, you know, so they figure it's like, it's like a light goes on yeah. in their head, or they just figure it out. You know, uh, wide receivers, that is. Now, if Traylon Burks stays healthy, and let's say let's say 90 to 100, I don't think any NFL player is 100% healthy all year long. You know what I mean? I mean, there's going to be some league. there's going to be some dinks and bruises and some strains and uh, ruptures or receiver. whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and so let's say he stays between 85% and 100% healthy for the whole season. Can he be a 1,000 to 1,200-yard receiver? I say yes, he can. I believe so. It's possible. And the now, whether the style of offense will allow that. Well. Because yeah, if because if Henry's having his time, then there weren't, we're not going to be throwing the ball a lot. Uh, and, right, but I mean, but, you're, you're going to have to throw time. the ball some. And who and, else do you have to throw the ball to? Right, and that, I mean, uh, hence, hence my disappointment about not getting any receivers and, and and their push through this free agency market. You know, I think they've just signed what four or five different receivers. But again, if they weren't good enough to be drafted, <laughs> where are they going to fall into this? Uh, you know, into this skill levels. Uh, yes, that yes, the Titans now, and 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 for the folks that did not know, um, they had their mini camp, and and they call and they call some players in for the for the rookies mini camp, and they take a look, free agent and a rookie mini camp. Yeah, so it's kind of, free agent. It's kind of like a mini combine yeah. for the Titans to look at some undrafted free agents, and and uh, they signed six. Now the Titans signed uh, Karis Jackson out of uh, Georgia, wide receiver. Uh, out of Baylor, a guy named Gavin Holmes. Um, so that is right off the bat, that's two wide receivers. That, and, yeah. and, and you're right, they're undrafted, you know. But uh, that's probably more of a practice squad type uh, assignment maybe. Yeah. But um, And my question is this. Are we going to see the Titans between now and the start of the season? Are they going out into the free agent market or trade market and looking looking to? I mean, they they're going to have to do something. They've do got to they find, have. They've got they to find have, somebody. Do they have the money to do that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It may have to go through the trade market, and if that's the case, now you're going to have to give up one of your main cogs to get a main cog. Yeah. Well, and that's a and that's a risky thing to do because you know we are so uh, we're so thin not so thin but at the same time you know we we're unproven behind Henry we're we unproven we behind Tanner we don't have a lot we're to unproven spare. behind Bayard yeah you know we don't have a lot to spare yeah I mean and, and so if you, to get somebody at that receiver level that we need or want we may have to give up one of those major cogs and I don't know that. 
uh, Vrabel and, and Carthon are ready to do that yet. Well, Karis Jackson out of Georgia caught 21 passes for 320 yards in his senior year at, at excuse me at Georgia, including a vital 35-yard catch on Georgia's game-winning drive against Ohio State in the uh, CFP college football playoff semifinal. Um, Jackson was also the national champion's primary kickoff returner, um, and he attended the, he attended the Titans rookie camp last weekend, but did not participate. He must have. He must have had some type of tweak something yeah. or so, some type of energy. Now, Holmes out of uh, Baylor was a sixth-year senior in 2022, so he's a little older guy. And the best season of his college career by compiling 26 catches, 517 yards, four touchdowns. Um, he broke out with a career-high 210 yards receiving and a touchdown against West Virginia. So um, – but again, you know, and he was are, also the Holmes. Uh, he was also Baylor's uh, primary punt returner and has seventy-two yard punt return touchdown in the season opener. Uh, of course, that was against Albany, but and, <laughs> still. But but again, we come back to this. You know what you what you started this conversation with. Wide receivers take a little bit of time. Sure. You know. So thinking. So, that so these, now you know these are all these are all still rookies. You know these are all still college players moving up. So they're unproven. They're unacclimated to the NFL game. Uh, how much are they going to be able to add to what we need? Mm -hmm. We, you know, we need somebody on the other side of Burks or with Burks. You know, whether they moving around to the other same side. That's going to draw some side, attention. That's going to draw <laughs> some mean, attention away from him. That's right. And uh, because as good as Burks is, as good as Brown was, when you didn't have another option. Even Brown had, you know, struggled with that situation. And, you know, and again, there's where Henry's, Henry's you know, skill level and, and, and contribution becomes so important yeah. to Burks and Burks being so important to Henry. You know, if, if Burks has a, good, has, has a good year, then they can't put nine people in the box because now he's got one-on-one -on -one out there and he'll eat you up if he's having a good year. So they back up, play more conventional. Now you, now you got uh, – and now you got uh, Henry getting some more room to do what he did. And maybe you can use Tajay Spears out, you know, to draw to help and to help draw the wild, a little attention. The wild card to draw a little attention away from Burks on the or, other side, or just or Henry, just decoy him over, yeah. uh, you know, into something that they make him think that you are looking his direction. If even if you're not, you know, I, well, I Spears is, Spears has still got to prove himself to become a good decoy. Yeah, but I mean, he, I think I think he's going to be a really good counter option uh, you know another option and i think with it, henry and with burks and i think if it wasn't that little swing spot in the slot if it wasn't for his knee situation he probably uh probably would have gone much higher in the draft than where where the titans got him yeah this is the front porch sports radio hour i'm drake with coach mike uh you guys hang on for a few minutes we're going to talk uh we're going to talk some nba and some nhl and some other stuff on the way back on the other side of the break hang on
I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hose for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia.
Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike. It is Friday, May 19th, and we are in the full throes of the NBA Finals, the NHL Finals. Last night in the NBA. Uh, the semifinals. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Final four. Final four. The final four of both of those uh, professional sports. I'm sorry. Let's don't jump the gun too quick. Game two last night was played in the Western Conference NBA Finals of the Western Conference. Okay. There we go. You see what All I mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The finals of the good West. Say. Good save right there. The, yeah. Yeah. Good save. <laughs> Um, so it's game two um, between Denver uh, and the Los Angeles Lakers, and Denver won by six, 132 to 126. And like I've said, I, I like Denver to win the whole thing. They score a lot. They've got Jokic, could be the MVP, big guy, big guy that can so score they, and defend in the middle and rebound. They have the big, the big dominant guy in the middle, and that, that's, and, that's, and they have that's that, been usually the, the the key that gets most teams th- through the finals. And they got guys like Jamal Miller, uh, Murray, who scored thirty seven points last night, can shoot the three from the outside. So if they collapse on Jokic in the middle and try to stifle him, uh, their outside shooting prowess can pretty much counter, counter that. that. Um, and so they're ahead, the Lakers 2-0, and look like they're on the way to the finals of the NBA. Um, now, game three between those will go back to L.A. L.A.'s a five-and-a-half-point favorite in Los Angeles, uh, and that will be on Saturday. Tonight, game two of the Eastern Finals of the NBA is between Miami – and Boston, and they will be in Boston. And Boston's a nine and a half point favorite after losing the first game to Miami. And Miami, uh, according to Vegas, is the longest odds to win the NBA championship. And of course, they would have to win the Eastern Conference first to face the West. But they stole the first game and beat Boston um, to take a 1 0 series lead. And game two is tonight. Uh, in Boston, so that'll be interesting to see how. That As we talked out. about yesterday, they have managed to flip the home court advantage right, to right. their favor. Now. Right, Boston did not. That's right, and and so, so we'll see what happens in that. Uh, that's worth watching. I think the NBA Finals become much much more interesting um, and fun to watch uh, as, as as you get into the playoffs than the regular season. Um, there's so many games, um, and I just. I just can't get a gut feeling that they can kind of turn it on and turn it off on how they want to play uh, night after night mm-hmm. after night. You know what I mean? I mean, there's certain teams, you, you know, certain teams will play certain rival teams very hard every time they play them. And then there's certain teams that they'll, that the team will play and they just kind of just don't look like they're playing as hard as they possibly could. Well, it's also a game of, streaks or a game of getting hot and when certain players you know you you want to time your your run you want to time your 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 streak point uh to the to the playoffs and 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 denver's been able to do that and miami is is seemingly been able to do that well and and so but again in a seven game series there's ample opportunity to change that momentum swing sure there is and uh, that's that's what uh it's what Boston and um, 
and I just had a Miami. Miami. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> had a senior moment there. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's what those those two teams now have to have to do. They have to shift gears. They have to do something a little bit to shift that momentum. Well, Vegas and, sure and, thinks, but, Boston, but it can. Vegas sure thinks Boston's going to do their thing because they're a nine and a half point favorite. And, uh, so, so we'll, well, we'll, it's 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 we'll hard see. to you know win three in a row in any sure. at any level. You don't get to the you don't yeah. get to the Eastern Conference Finals by being a slouch. Right. Right. Um, now in hockey, for all you. Uh, Predator hockey fans, non-Predator fans, just hockey fans in general. Uh, the Eastern Conference Finals are going on right now between the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Last night, the Florida Panthers won 3-2 to two over the Carolina Hurricanes in four overtimes. Wow. Um, and that's with the modified overtime now. And Florida yeah. and the Florida Panthers have taken a one to nothing lead with game two. Uh, they're going to drop the puck about seven o'clock Saturday night, um, and that's at Carolina. But four OTs yeah. and and those over now that now the NHL overtime is a little different animal. Uh, it used to be where you know you had full complement of the team. Now they go to. Uh, three on three out on the ice with a goalie. Right. And there's a lot of room to make moves. There's a lot of space, but there's also a lot of area you've got to cover as a player. So that fatigue factor uh, sure. kicks in. Sure. Uh, and man, to go four four overtimes is <laughs> wow. Uh, pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. I, and we were just talking about would, that uh, Monday, yeah. weren't we? About. About uh, watching, watching watching some hockey games that have gone six OTs. Overtime. Now that was back when they keep their full complement out there. Uh, it's also one reason you know that fatigue factor of that three on three is one reason why they've gone to the shootout situation in during the season. During the season, you play one overtime, right? And if you're still tied at the end of that overtime, then you go to a uh, basically what's a five player shootout, much very similar to the soccer shootouts. Yeah, and uh, but I think in the playoffs, in the playoffs, they no, play. There's no shootout. They, they, I think they still go to three on three. But there's no shootout. But it, yeah, it's the yeah, it's, I mean, it is the, the true sudden going. death. It is the true sudden death playoff. Well, when I was <clears throat> when I was in college, I remember that ESPN had a contract with the NHL, and um, it was the playoffs late late in the spring, probably close to this time. And I just happened to turn. I'll be at home, be in the apartment there in Alabama, and uh, I was watching. The I remember it was the New Jersey Devils, were, and they were playing somebody. But the New Jersey Devils really had a, had a, had a quality team. And I started watching the the hockey game, and it went on. And it was, I mean, it was a heck of a game. I think it ended up in regulation. It ended up like five to five or something like that. And it went goalies nightmares. It went, I, I, <laughs> this is like 1984, mm-hmm. 85, and it went to I think six overtimes, and I and, and oh, these, six is the record I think. Well, it, it might have been five. But I mean, I, yeah. but I I think there's been multiple games that have gone. I think maybe, been, maybe, they've gone yeah. to six. But my point was, it took forever. Ever. And the guys that were announcing it, you know, they start out in coat and tie. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I remember and, hey. and this guy was kind of this guy's kind of a character. If, if you said his name, I would, 
I, I, I would say, yes, that's who it was. But by about the third or fourth, he had his tie tied around his head like a bandana, like you know, like a like a bandana, and his shirt was his shirt was all uh, he ended unbuttoned and kind of disheveled to the side, pulled to the side, you know. And they came back and they were like, "God, this is going on forever. How long can this go on?" I mean, you know, and that was back when yeah, we're the announcers and we're tired. I can imagine what the players are. <laughs> yeah, this is back when basically an overtime period was just like another period. Twenty minute. You period. had a twenty yeah. minute break. And then you had a 20-minute period, 20-minute break, 20-minute period. And I think they went into five or six. I'm going to go back and check and see uh, see how long that was because I do remember that. But it's just incredible to think back then that those guys skated that much and and played basically an extra – They. The Game guys and that a went half. to six overtime. Well, the guys that went to six, six overtimes, overtimes were, were playing three two, games that yeah, night. Yeah, played, played the equivalent of three games. Yeah, in one just, night. I mean, uh, in one stretch. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, half times. You know, like you said, uh, half times. Uh, Intermission. peri- intermissions are twenty minutes. Twenty, 20 minutes. minutes, and and that's hard. Twenty minutes. There, there's no, there's no uh, uh, gap in there. You know, sometimes you know, football, you'll get that fifteen, but then there's another three minutes because you got to get everybody off the field and and all sure. that stuff. So. Well, game one of the Western Conference NHL Finals will be tonight at 7. The puck will, the puck, the puck will drop at 7.30. And this should be a good one also. The Dallas Stars at the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, and like we've said before, the Golden Knights are expansion team from a couple of years back or whatever. And they've kind of been in the mix of, of the playoffs ever since they uh, – each year, ever since they started the franchise uh, – uh, there in Las Vegas. So it is going to be really um, interesting to see if they can hang in there against the Dallas Stars game one tonight. Puck drops at 730. Um, okay. Real quick, the CHS Columbia Columbia High School girls, this rugby team. Okay? Rugby team, yes. They are the state, the Tennessee state, state champions, champions. Undefeated, untied. Of women's <laughs> rugby. Women's yes. rugby, okay? Right. Now, I'm not a huge rugby guy. I've watched it played. It looks very violent. It looks very uh, physical and tough. But the the Columbia High School Central, Columbia Central High School girls rugby team, coached by Mr. Brian Vance, should hopefully be on here Monday. And right now they are gone to nationals because they won the state, state. of Tennessee title. Yeah, qualified through the state title, uh, winning the state title, and they've won it in – very, very dominant can you, fashion. They can were, you give us the point differential? Yeah, we had them on a, on the Big Yellow School Bus on a previous show, and the coach was telling us, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of somewhere between 500 and 600 points over about nine about nine games. Is what they, they Their whole season has been played out. It's uh, about – they scored about 500 to 600 points, and they've only given up 26 only given up 26, 26 total and scored how many they scored between 5 and 600 points and only the, given the up finals, 26 the, the score in the finals was 75 to 5 holy crap and <laughs> that's, you know, uh and they you know they the, the scoring that's is more similar than dominant <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? That's not yeah. dominant. I mean, that's like ultra uber dominant. Yeah, uh, you know, that's ultra dominant. Yeah, that's- uh, that is an unbelievable, uh, an unbelievable season. The uh, they now what they're going to run into at this national tournament? Who knows? Uh, they may be, 
you know, right there with them, they may have, they may find out that their competition level hasn't been. Well, we'll know, you know Monday. If we're we, going to find out Monday. Hopefully, we'll get either coach, way. Coach either Bay. way, this has been a fantastic year. Yeah. For the uh, for the girls' rugby team and and our hats off to them. Congratulations to them for for a super super season. And we hope to have Coach Vance on here Monday, and maybe he might bring one of his players with him. Possibly. Uh, and we could talk to them. That would, be, that would be incredible. Yeah, they're be I think they're officially out of school, so the player might have a chance to come up here. Awesome. Okay. All right, we're up against our second break, folks. This is the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake in the studio with Coach Mike. We're going to take a little pause for the cause and be back in a few minutes. Hang tight. We'll be right back. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hose for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. 
This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931 
388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and joining the studio on the boards is Coach Mike, and it is Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to (laughs) all of you. For all you all getting off of work, have a great night. For all of you going to work, you know, it'll it'll, – you have our sympathies. Yeah, <laughs> if you're having to go to work on Friday night, unless you're unless it's a sports unless it's a sports related activity, and then we there you then go. We're, then we're good with it. the U.S. PGA Championships are being played this weekend, and um, right now, a live update. Even though we're recording this a little early, Scotty Scheffler uh, looks to be in first place, and he has should about should be making the turn close to right now. Um, he's shooting five under with Corey Connors in second, tied second with Bryson DeChambeau at minus four. Victor Hovland, Hovland <clears throat> excuse me, is coming in at fourth at minus three, and so forth and so on. Of course, it is just Friday, and don't know where the cut line will be. But you don't you don't see a lot of super super low scores. Of course, playing pretty tough, and I'm sure the PGA has it set up to play tough, um, just like they do the U.S. Open. You know, in the U.S. Open, you better keep it yeah, in the fairway. Better keep it there because you won't you find get, it otherwise. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You get out the weed eater. You use a use and yeah, that go you're, weed you're, eater. As say your one, club, your club becomes your the weed eater. The bag, right. <laughs> um, so that's what's going on. There are sixteen live uh, Saudi backed tour live golfers uh in the field um and the way that the way that you are basically are allowed to play or live players are allowed to play you have to be a recent you have to one let's say one qualification is being the top 15 of this event last year um you have to have won a major in the last i think three to five years um uh, you know, there are different ways you can qualify to win uh, or qualify to play in the PGA Championship as a live player. So, But it sounds like they had to have qualified or done something before they became a live player. Yeah. I, I, think, I don't think a current, you know, a person that's maybe just starting off in the live and never part of PGA doesn't sound like they have a chance. No. I, I think just starting out. Now, um, can one of these live players win the tournament this year? Yes. The one of the 16, yes, obviously. Does that qualify them moving forward? Yes. But what it what it will do and what the PGA does know, by doing it this way, it will kind of filter out all the majority of these live players completely out of the PGA mm-hmm. events. 
it looks like right now. They said, sure, we can let you play in the PGA Championship. All you have to do is win a major. Or, yeah. or you know what I mean? Or all you have to do is come in, come in 15th this year and you can play next year. Or whatever the deal is. But these are PGA Tour-sanctioned events that these live players have to do extremely well in. And in order to qualify to play in these types of tournaments that are sanctioned by the PGA, and you know what, that's that, I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, they're going to protect their brand, and, and I don't blame them yeah, one the, bit. The, the live is a direct competitor to them, so I, I think it's interesting that they are going to allow those people, those men that qualified before live became, you know, became the league that it's become. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna make this retroactive. We're okay if you qualified before, you're qualified now. Yeah, but it's gonna get harder and harder right. to qualify from this point you better, on. You better unless keep you're your part game, of our. You better keep your game pretty pretty much up in the yeah. higher echelons of of the PGA yeah. Tour uh, and the majors and so forth. If you want to continue to and keep playing, like you said, within a, within three years, they're gonna filter everybody out. That's right. Uh, that's because that's the less the less live golfers you have playing in it, the less of a chance they probably have to qualify to play in the PGA Championship. Um, the Titans, on news on their front, they have agreed with an arch- architectural firm out of Atlanta, Georgia, called TVS Architectural Architecture, and they are going to be involved in breaking ground and pretty much building this $2.2 billion stadium uh, on the banks of the Cumberland across from downtown Nashville. And, uh, you know, that's the groundbreaking is supposedly going to start by TVS Architecture um, sometime in 2024, and they'll be ready to play, open this thing, they say, for the season of 2027. Yeah. It, now, is it uh, on the site of the current stadium, or is it beside it? Well, I think I think I think it's beside beside it, it. And I think the new stadium will eventually just be, you know, up knocked down and used turned into parking until, area. used until yeah. the season that it's that the yeah. new stadium. And then, and then but they're, probably they're get knocked down. They're basically there. right next door to each other. Okay. So they're gonna they're gonna be able to, and, and more than likely where the new where the old stadium is is gonna be a parking lot. <laughs> Yeah. I, I would guess. Well, I would have to be. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, I mean, you got there is no. Gotta yeah, you got to have you got to have primary parking. So that's uh, that's what's going on on that front. They have decided and 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 signed papers with the TVS architecture firm out of Atlanta. So that's news on the new stadium front. Um, we're we're out of time, pretty much, aren't we, Coach? We're we're getting really really close. We've okay, got about forty seconds. Okay, I like in the Preakness tomorrow. I like Blazing Sevens. Blazing Sevens. Mage is a favorite, but I'm going to take Blazing Sevens uh, starting out of the seventh gate. Um, my wife's lucky number seven, so I'm going with the Sevens. Uh, this has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, and for Coach Mike, we wish you all a wonderful weekend. Be safe, and we're going to be back on the air Monday at 4 o'clock. Please tune in. <laughs>